From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about the importance of heating things up in the bedroom when it's cold outside for more enjoyment under the covers. And uh, I love this anonymous quote that I found that says, let's cuddle so that I can steal your body heat. And we're going to be talking about heating things up in the bedroom. And before we do that, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And for those of you that are brand new to the One Extraordinary Marriage show, first of all, we want to say welcome to the family. Yes. We love having you. We are so appreciative of your friends that have said, hey, check this out. We're appreciative of the reviews that you put on iTunes that say, you know what, this show has made a difference in your life. And that's why we share the hugs. It's an mm-hmm. opportunity for you to to impact those in the one family to say, you know, this is, this is how my marriage has changed. And this week's hug is sponsored by one extraordinary marriages, 11 must have items for your bedroom. And you can pick that up at one extraordinary marriage.com slash must have. This is an opportunity for you to discover a hit list of all the top items we've used in the last 20 years of marriage to ignite intimacy, connection, and comfort in the most important room of all your bedroom. So use this list to take the show and ideas that we've put in it to the next level. Build your toolbox full of resources to make sex even more extraordinary and go and pick it up today at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash must have. And this review came to us via iTunes. The, uh, the author says, wow, you guys, thanks for starting my year off with positive change. I was looking for something uplifting to listen to on my way to work. I just started working at the office after working at home for almost six years. I was getting bored on the 30 minute drive listening to the radio. So I started looking up Christian podcasts and yours came up. So far, I've listened to one or two a day on my way to and from work. I also listen while I'm at work. I'm hooked. I have my husband hooked too. We love you guys. And she went on to say that um, they're praying for us and for the one family and that she also shared at the end, she's like, I've shared this with everyone, like all my friends and family, and I'm hoping to have them hooked too. And, you know, that really is that's what the one family is about. Mm-hmm. And I love yeah. that, you know, in a short time they're seeing, because that review was actually left February 3rd. Uh, 2017. And in such a short time, she's seeing, you know, impact in her marriage, right? Getting hooked and, and not just for herself, but like literally everybody. So we love having ambassadors like all of you. And as we jump into today's show, you know, it's one of those things where I I know some of you are going to laugh. We've had kind of a rough winter in San Diego and rough for us means that Yay, we're out of drought conditions or almost out of drought conditions because we've had so much rain and it's been like in the 50s and 60s. And for all of those of you, you know, I know I've got clients in Montana and, and some of the northern states who are just laughing right now. One of my clients laughed at me last night on the call because they're like, Alisa, it's 40. We're, this was from a client in Wisconsin. It's like, it's 40. We almost sat outside to read the paper today. And I'm like, dude, that's nuts, right? We all have our different perceptions on what winter is. But one of the things that Tony and I discovered, and for those of you that don't know, Tony and I have been together for 22 years, Yeah, married for 20, going on 21, and I am the one that always runs cold. Always. Oh, yeah. Always. I mean, if Tony ever tells me he's cold, I'm like taking his temperature because it's like, you must be dying, right? You're not cold. That's my job. 
in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And it, it honestly, guys, it's a little bit mind blowing that it wasn't until the last couple of months that we realized that this whole being cold thing is really having a serious impact on our marriage, specifically our sex life. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not just that. It's not just that you know it's a little inconvenient. There are times when being cold in the bedroom is a huge inconvenience. Well, and here's the funny thing: last night we were we were going to bed, and it warmed up here, which is wonderful for for us. We love our sunshine, and it was the first night, and I can't remember how long that parts of our body were skin exposed, yeah, and we could have that skin to skin contact. I mean, and it's just amazing what what happens when you're able to get that physical connection just skin to skin cuddling up in bed where typically, you know, we're, we're rolling in and we're, and I, and I, as I've gotten older too, I don't enjoy the cold at all. Not one bit. I want to be warm. Um, so, you know, putting on just some pajama bottoms and a top is, is typical this year for me. Mm-hmm. And you know, the truth is, is that when you're cold in your bedroom, it makes heating things up, and, and I'm using that, you know, in terms of getting sick, getting sexy, and getting naked. It's a challenge. Sure is. You know, chilled bodies are not so much fun, right? And you know, it's think hard. of this: cold hands on your penis. It that's tough for us guys. I'm going to just say it that that's a little tough. You know, you got some frozen fingertips on your penis. You may be erect. Uh, you might not be after that. Absolutely. And I just don't, I mean, even when I'm fully dressed and we're in the kitchen, if Tony comes up behind me and just puts his hands on my back, like to try and get that skin to skin contact, I'm like, dude, get, get off. Right. Like Mm -hmm. just back up because I'm not doing the cold thing. And when you're cold, when you're freezing, it literally like starts to shut down your, your mental processes because you're just like, I'm in this preservation mode. I'm in the survival mode. And you know, we know, and those of you that have been listening to the show for a while know that there are a lot of couples that struggle with connection in the bedroom. Yeah. We've been there ourselves. We've shared our journey over the last seven years of doing this show. And, and it's one of those things where when we discover something and we have that aha moment, we're like, okay, if it's happening to us, we know it's happening to at least one of you. And here was our aha moment because it was a cold day and we happened to be taking a shower. And in my mind, it just sort of switched right there. It was like, gosh, I wanted to be sexually intimate with Elisa. And yet it was chilly. It was cold. I'm like, let's just go take our shower so we can get to bed um, or finish our evening. I forget exactly what time. But it was in that where I was like, oh my gosh, it's amazing when it's warm for us that the sexual intimacy part of our lives tends to increase a little bit more. There's a little more passion. There's a little more drive. So let's think about half of our year is fall and winter. And for some of you, and Elisa and I lived in Spokane, Washington for a very short period of time because winter is really long. And we still want to connect during these this period of time. Even for us in San Diego, our bodies are acclimated to a nice 70 degrees. So when it's you know 40-ish, it's cold for us. And Yet, how do we connect so our bodies are warm and then that way we can be physically active and warm each other up in the bedroom? So I have to share around our time in Spokane real quick because it's so relevant to what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So Tony and I were up in Spokane, Washington um, right after 9-11. Right. Right. We We had left Orange County to try and get out of debt. And so we were being as frugal as we could 
with everything in our lives. One of the areas where we chose to be incredibly frugal in order to get ourselves out of debt was heating our apartment. Now, in the terms of not heating our apartment. Correct. Right. Like we were saving money. The apartment that we had in Spokane, Washington actually had like baseboard heaters in each room. So you could, you could just turn on the, so we never had all of the heaters on at one time. Never. We would barely heat the room that we were in. And our bed had I every blanket that we owned. It was like the whole princess in the peace scenario where we had probably a good eight to 12 inches of blankets on top of us to keep us warm because we weren't turning on the heat. Right. We and were and part of that too is we had this nice big old fluffy down comforter. Yeah. On top of everything else. Right. So here we go <laughs> and we get in this bed that's got eight blankets on top of it. And just think about the weight of that for a second. How long had we been married at that point in time? Uh, that would have been 2001. So five years. Mm-hmm. Five years. So we crawl into bed and you can't move to like roll over or do anything because there's so much weight on top of you. But we were so frugal. And you really didn't want to roll either because every time you rolled, cold air would, would seep itself in and cool you off because again, we weren't really heating that room, nor were we heating the rest of the apartment. And so we would seriously lie there just like mummies. In a bed, weighed down too, because those blankets did get heavy. Um, There was just weight on top of you. And I share that because that's where we were in a season of our marriage. Yeah. Right. But here's the part. Here's the like the super ironic thing to me is that our son was conceived up there under all those blankets. Right. With the weight of that, I, I don't even know. Like when I think back now, and we're talking about this topic, I'm like, I don't even know how that happened. Because we were under so many blankets and it was freezing. So there are like two strikes against us even being able to have sex. I know. I, I don't know. It, it's a major mystery. And he and was. And then you, would, you read winter. that book about, you know, you have to be in this position for 10 minutes after sex. No, so I, yeah, the, I don't remember what that book was. And I know. it wasn't taking charge of your fertility. That, we, that would have made it my life so much easier, easier. if we just read yes. that book. But, you know, so you have these different things. And, you know, we've shared over the course of the show, and we'll put links to it, you know, the many shows that we've done. I mean, we've talked about ways to actually spice up the activity, how to heat up the activity in your bedroom, be it, you know, 19 questions to amazing sex or mm-hmm. top 10 ways to initiate. And like I said, we'll do some links yeah, I'll to put the those links here in the show just notes. so that you guys have got those. But what we really want to talk about is, you know, how do you heat things up so that you can even get to that part where you get naked so that you can create an environment where you want to take off your clothes, Right, because if if it's not even comfortable enough to do that, then guess what? You're not doing it. And that disconnect when it's cold in your room, when it's when it's chilly outside, is just going to be perpetuated, you know, and prolonged in your marriage. And for instance, you may be, you may be on the intimacy lifestyle, mm-hmm. and it's during this time of year where you're finding that it's just not happening like it was in the spring and the summer. Or maybe even the early fall, wherever you may be. You're just stuck right now and you're going, why is that? And we just believe that part of this may be that you are. You're just cold. You're frigid. And that that makes it tougher for you to expose skin, right? I mean, you're clamming down. You're, you're clamping up and you're like, gosh, this isn't enjoyable for me. I mean, until we figured this out, during the winters, we would have quickies almost all the time. I mean, not all the time, but a lot. It was part of our repertoire. It, it was much more Definitely. frequent during cold weather months than during mm-hmm. warm weather. And, you know, I just, I want to share like real world example about heating things up in your bedroom. Right. So the other night I'm on a coaching call and I know that, you know, we all know the patterns of our furnace 
mm-hmm. in our homes, right? Like we know when it's supposed to click on and, and I heard it click on and I remember thinking that's coming on kind of early, right? Like, why is that coming on now? And then I'm sitting there and I'm having this coaching call and all of a sudden dawns on me. I'm like, I know why the heat's coming on, right? Like I, I know what's going on here. Tony was setting the stage. He was seriously guys turning on the heat was initiating sex in our house that night. It was. Why? Because he was creating the environment that I was going to get comfortable being naked in. Yeah. And so like, it's not on the top 10 list to initiate or top 10 ways to initiate the whole turning the heat on in your house, but I'm giving it to you as a bonus this week. We might have to revise that list and throw it on there, but you know, it's one of those ways. And and we want to share some very specific ways that you can heat up your sex life. But I just want to remind you that, you know, pick up this week, the 11 must haves for your bedroom. Get your free copy of that. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash must have, pick it up. Cause it's going to be talking about all the other things that you can use once you're warm in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's a fun list to complement these specific action items that we're going to be talking about because here's the thing. We enjoy sex. Right. When we're not comfortable or when we are comfortable, I was going to say when we're not cold, when we're not cold, when we are comfortable and we can just relax. And when you're cold, a lot of times you're not relaxing. Think about it. on a cold day, you go outside and you like cross your arms and you, you kind of withdraw into yourself. But when it's a warm spring, summer day, you're just like hanging out. You're free. You, you just, you, you're opened up. You, you can go to bed without, you know, like I opened up with the show is you can go to bed without jammies on. It's cool to cuddle naked. It's it's totally fine. And that skin to skin, that connection, that physical connection, even if you're not having sex, is there and it's happening. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And it's one of those things where this is an area that you have to be proactive in, right? Because heating things up in your bedroom isn't just like a microwave approach, right? This is where the intentionality towards your sexual intimacy. And, you know, we've talked about sexual intimacy over, you know, over all these different shows and, and whatnot, but, but being intentional about your sexual intimacy is a form of romance. You are going to have to be intentional here. It it is. And, and for those of you who are like, oh, but it's not spontaneous. There are ways for you to do that and have spontaneity within that, Mm -hmm. right? You're going to have to think about this a little bit more down the line instead of just jumping in the bed and going, okay, we're ready, get naked, let's have this amazing, romantic, drawn-out sexual escapade. Because your spouse may be cold, and she or he just doesn't enjoy having sex while they're cold. Mm-hmm. And so, like Elisa said with that, the the story earlier about me turning on the heat or turning up the heat, that is a form of romance. That's a form of initiating. Now, most people be like, well, that's not an... Yes, it is, because I know if Elisa's warm, her clothes are going to come off. And so that's a way that I can initiate and show her that, hey, I'm honoring you mm-hmm. in this time. Like, I'm going to go... I'm going to think ahead of schedule and go, all right, what is going to be the best situation for Elisa? Tonight's my night to to uh, take the lead and and initiate. What is it going to be the way? What's going to be the best way for me to make that happen as easily as possible? Right? I mean, that's that's the key for me. What I'm thinking is like, I don't need to have hiccups along the way. I want it, I want it so that she's 
she enjoys it. She she senses that, oh, wow, wait, Tony did something, so that way we could be enjoying our sexual intimacy once we jump into bed. And here's the thing. When your spouse knows you're being intentional about your sex life, I'm not talking about like planning it down to the minute, you know, 9.01 p.m. on Thursday, we're having sex. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about creating an environment where the two of you can fully relax, where the two of you can fully be present and say, you know what, I'm just going to be in this time and place with you. And I will tell you, like once I put the pieces together, I mean, I, I, my coaching clients, I don't know if they saw the connect the dots going across my face when I'm like, ooh, this is the middle of coaching call. Heat's going on. Tony's night to initiate. Oh, I knew what's going on after my coaching call, right? Because that's how we do it. That's how our brains are wired. Just connect the dots. Mm-hmm. You know, and so one of the ways, like you all need to think about just turning on the heat and I'm not saying break the bank, right? We're not cranking our heat up to 90 in the DiLorenzo household. You know, typically our heat is somewhere around 67, 68 degrees, right? That's where we keep it. We turn it up to like 72, 73, yeah. right? Just enough to take the edge off. It's amazing what four degrees for half an hour can do for your psyche when it comes to the idea of getting naked. Because if your skin's not cold, your body relaxes, right? You can think about, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll lay on top of the covers instead of being underneath. Maybe I'll actually take my clothes off instead of being like, you know what? I'm going to leave the socks on and I'm going to leave the nightgown on, but you can like take off my panties, right? Okay, let's just, let's just get real here for a second. Leaving your socks on during sex because you're cold, because you won't turn up the heat, not the most romantic look and or feel. Like, let me just tell you, the first time that Tony told me, I, it was like his mom coming to bed because I'd left the socks on. Yeah, oh gosh, I remember that. Remember all those years? You're like, seriously, just no. take off your socks. Yeah, I'm like, no. Just take off your socks. Please take off. My mom wears her socks to bed. Take off your socks. Right? And you know, I was like, but I'm cold. Right? And when I was in college, I got to wear my socks to bed because my feet were cold. You know, there was nobody in bed. Like, you know, I want to wear. Here's the thing. Create opportunities. Turn the heat up. Yep. Right? Another thing, Tony mentioned it earlier. Take a shower before you go to bed or before you're going to get naked together. Here's here's the great part of that. You take a shower, you're already naked. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple options there too. So let's walk through these. One, you can have sex in the shower. Mm-hmm. If that That's is conducive for you yep. guys. You can have sex after and for some of you who are like, but I just took a shower and now I now I need to clean myself off. Okay, well, jump back in and just wash yourself off quickly. Um, third, w- towel down quickly. Have your bed ready to go. Jump in there. You're, you're already heated up. You had some foreplay going on within the shower between the two of you and you're in. Get it with those of you who have kids. You're going to have to get creative. But we get it. Don't don't use your kids as an excuse, folks. That's good. Yeah. Please stop using your kids as an excuse. You're gonna have to get creative. We've been doing this show all the way through our kids from gosh, they were in preschool, kindergarten to now in middle school and in elementary school. So everything we share are things that we've had to deal with ourselves. It's not like our kids are out of the house. If anything, our kids are getting older and it gets a little even more fishy because they want to stay up a little later on a Friday, Saturday night. And we're like, go to bed, will ya? Because they're down the hallway instead of, you know, somewhere where they may hear something. But don't use your kids as an excuse. Mm-hmm. The second thing is have a heating pad. Grab, 
it, it doesn't need to be big. Grab some sort of heating pad that you can pick up on Amazon. Just something enough, depending on what part of your body is the coldest. Like for Elisa, her feet are cold. They, they do. They just get cold. So one thing I've done as well is, hey, I'll plug in that, that heating pad, put it up on high, put it down towards the end of the bed. So when she gets into bed, her feet are, her feet are warmed up. There are times when she wants it up higher, like on her back, her hands are cold. She'll put her hands underneath that thing. So a heating pad, primo. And some of you may Quick have heat. the heating pad sitting in your house because you use it for when your back is hurting or you use it when you have cramps. You use it for whatever. Just pull it out and use it in your bedroom, right? Use it to enhance your sex life because I will tell you that when it's behind my back, it's much easier for my chest to be uncovered because I've got the radiant heat coming up. Mm-hmm. And for some of you, you may be like, okay, I need more than just like the little heating pad. They actually, like growing up, we only had the um, electric blankets. And I remember when I was a teenager and they came out with the whole um, electric heating p- mattress heating pad that would go underneath you so the heat would come up like over your entire bed. Wow. So yeah. It's, nice. We've actually... I Having put, grown up in California, well, yeah, I never you had didn't have that. But I put a link to it... Um, so we can okay. make that available to everybody too. Because here's the thing. If you need extra heat, get it. Right? It doesn't matter if it's a you know back size heating pad, if it's a full mattress pad. I mean, one of the things I remember around Christmas time, we found um, too, because we were just like looking for fun Christmas gift ideas. We found the electric fireplaces, which also give off heat. Yeah. Right? And then you've got the ambiance. So not only are we warm, but now we've got flickering lights. Fire makes everybody happy, right? Fireplace. It's the warm glow. It's, you know, the radiant le- uh, heat and light. And so you start doing those ty- Get creative, folks. You want a little spontane- spontaneity around your intentions? Get creative. Get warmer sheets. Guys, seriously. If your regular cotton sheets are keeping you cold, then go find plush sheets or fleece sheets or flannel sheets. Do something mm-hmm. warmer. Yeah, find those things that allow it to be more conducive for those winter months, right? I mean, those plush sheets or, or flannel sheets are going to just, they're, they're just getting into them. Instead of wearing your flannel jammies to bed, you're just going to be encompassed and, and engulfed in flannel. And again, it's it's for a short period of time. It's you know, three, four months for those of you in the North, uh, yeah, you may be using them for six months, but you're used to that. So here you go. Mm-hmm. So take those advantages of ways that heat up the bedroom so you can heat up that sex life as well. Another one, a tower heater. Mm-hmm. So something that, hey, it's just in your bedroom. Again, it may be just for that moment or a little bit beforehand during sexual intercourse, and then it gets turned off. But it's another way that you're able to show your spouse like, hey, I know you get cold. I get a little chilly as well. And we want to enjoy this time together. Because any of those of you that have been to Costco or Sam's Club or wherever, I mean, you walk by like this time of year, it's not a tower heater, but they've got like the circle oscillating one. Mm-hmm. And you walk by it and you're just, you know, people are just drawn to it. They're like, oh, they are. that feels so good. Right. And, you know, some of you are listening to the show and you're like, well, I live in a warm weather place or it's summer now. Well, wherever you are that it's summer, those are friends of ours in the Southern Hemisphere. It will be winter. You'll have your time. So it's coming. 
right? Don't disregard all these tips and, and it helps because you're going to need them. You're ahead of the schedule. Or, or behind, ahead behind, whichever well, way you want to Well, ahead in the sense that winter is going to come. There you go. Yes. Your way. That, that's just, it's going to happen. So you're preparing yourself. And for those of you who are out there just going, wow, I never thought of this. What's, what's something that you can grab? What's something that you know in your house that you can use within your bedroom to heat it up? Well, and it's funny that you should mention that because I was actually having coffee today with, um, with a new friend and, and she was asking, she's like, where do you get your ideas for your shows? And I said, well, a lot of times it's stuff that Tony and I have either encountered ourselves or, you know, conversations that happen. And, and I was sharing this particular show idea with her and she's like, oh my gosh. She goes, that's totally something that like my girlfriends and I have talked about. You know, we've had, you know, it's not like it's this huge topic of conversation, but those are the types of things that challenge couples, right? How do we have sex when it's cold? Right. And it's not like any of these solutions are rocket science, guys. Right. I'm not, you know, coming with something that's, you know, never been invented. And we're like, oh, we're bringing this to market. But the whole idea behind this show and these particular action items is saying, you know what? I want us to have the best physical sexual connection that we can have. And if you feel cold and it's going to keep you from being able to fully let go, fully be present, fully be in the moment, fully be comfortable then what can I bring to the table that's going to shift that dynamic? How can I say I love you? How can I say I'm initiating? And again, some of you may think it's absolutely crazy that Tony initiated by turning the heat on. And I just want to say, you know what? In that moment, I totally picked up A, on the vibe that he was initiating. Like there was, mm-hmm. there was no doubt in my mind. And two, it meant so much to me that he would take that particular action step. Now, that doesn't mean that sometimes there aren't candles lit in the bedroom or other th- other ways to initiate. But if you know this is a challenge, you know, when I talk to my clients in Montana or Wisconsin or all of these places where it's like, you know, minus 10 some days, they can't go outside and walk because it's too cold. They can't do all of these other things outside. Then saying I love you through these actions is a game changer. It's not saying, you know what, well, we have to have sex and you have to be cold and you just have to, you know, suck it up and deal with it. Right. That was us when we were in Spokane, Washington. And we're like, was. you know what? Because we had the mentality, well, we can't, you know, we have to be so frugal because we're trying to save money. and We're trying to get out of debt that we wouldn't have spent. It probably would have been like 50 cents, honestly, to turn on the heat those times that we were having sex. Right. It, it wouldn't have cost us anything. But our mentality was like, oh, we can't do that. And I'm saying, you know what? You can't. It's not like you guys are having sex 24-7, right? That's not happening. But when you choose to say, you know what? I'm going to splurge. It's going to be 50 cents. I'm going to go ahead and do this for our love. Then it says, you know what? I care about you so much. You're worth the 50 cents. You're worth the two bucks. Yeah, and, and here's something too. If you just go into Amazon, and I've just been searching as we're talking just to see some different things. If you just go into Amazon and just hit and search bedroom heater, it's amazing how many different like heater contraptions there are out there. I mean, we mentioned some, but there, there are definitely a number of different ways that each of us who are here, who want to have the extraordinary marriage we desire to heat up our bedroom that, I mean, I'm looking through this and I'm going, wow, these are some cool little innovative ways that honestly guys I haven't thought of or even considered so 
I would just go into Amazon, um, go to bedroom, just type in bedroom heater. I mean, there's all these cool little, I mean, there's a, a electric fireplace, portable mini indoor compact freestanding room heater. It's yellow. <laughs> I can't which, even imagine how many words that was. I know that was a lot of words, it, it, but it's cool. I mean, there's so many different little ways that you can even do this. I mean, there are some baseboard heaters in here. So, I mean, that's, those are other options. It looks like they're just electric. You know, you just you plug them in, you're going to have to do a little more setup with those, but that's okay. I mean, portable radiator heaters. I mean, think outside your box of what would happen if you chose to use heat mm-hmm. to heat up your bedroom in those colder months so that you can have that sexual intimacy you, you desire. And, and again, this is, new for us even to think about going like, wow, there's been so many times that we're just cold and we just, you know, the repertoire for our winter sex is the quickie because we're just like, get it done, just let's get it done and move on. Instead, why not have amazing sex throughout the year Mm -hmm. by just warming each other up prior to, to starting? See, here's the thing. You guys start heating up your bedroom you have the opportunity for the cold not to be an excuse. Choosing to heat up your bedroom takes another rejection piece out of the puzzle. Drive. It, it allows you to say yes more than you're saying no because you're not using the cold as an excuse. And we're all about you guys saying yes more than you say no. Mm-hmm. So make sure this week, go through, you know, listen to the show and think through, okay, what's an idea that we can implement to bring more heat? Or check out, like Tony said, go to Amazon and... and search bedroom, bedroom heater and, and just do it don't let the cold be an excuse or another form of rejection yeah all right you guys go out there that's it man pick one thing pick one thing you're going to do this week be it take a warm shower get you know the heating pad maybe an electric fireplace a, a tower heater whatever it is pick one of those items pull them into your bedroom heat that bedroom up so you guys can have like hot sex Let's call it that. Let's just have some hot sex this week. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week, and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.